Welcome back once again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm assuming we have distinguished people that listen to our podcast. Absolutely. Uh, episode 111, triple one, 11, however you want to call it. Uh, we're going to be tackling... Season 1, episode 11. Yeah, okay, that works too. Uh, tackling movies from your childhood that may or may not hold up. Yeah, we've all got uh, nostalgic goggles as it is. And when we look back mm. at movies that we enjoyed in our childhood... And we rewatch them again, and they maybe they're not as special as they were, or that joke doesn't hold up, or those characters don't uh, don't play out the way we remembered them. Mm. Nostalgia has blurred our vision. It's a tough category to um to cull down to three as well. Like this oh, could be a whole yeah. season by itself because basically oh. our childhoods were watching movies. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, there's so many to choose from. We've done well to get it to three. Yeah, I think so. I think we've got a good uh, spectrum. Um, of the of the genre, and our three movies are Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, yes, The Witches, The Witches, Roald Dahl's The Witches, and The Neverending Story, the a German classic film, The Neverending Story, Neverending Story. Mm, German. Mm. I didn't realize it was German made, German money, everything. That makes more sense now after having rewatched it. <laughs> it probably does. Uh, as usual, we have a guest with us. We do a special guest. A special guest. Special emphasis underlined special. Feel free to introduce yourself. Hi guys, I'm Dave. Hi Dave. Dave, Shane, one of Shane's childhood friends. Also yep. grew up uh, watching movies with him. We probably watched. A, we probably got a lot of feelings on the same movies that would overlap. I would suggest. Um, as always, when we have guests on, the first thing I like to do is sort of get a bit of a feel for put the guest. Put them under the spotlight. Yeah, put them nice. under the spotlight and say, "Hey, okay. you know, what's your favourite movie?" I know it's a terribly hmm. generic question, but what's what's always in your rotating top three? What always features there that you've always got love for? Um. Tough. Uh, probably Spaceballs is up there. To be Spaceballs, honest. Melbourne Spaceballs. Yep. I didn't know it was a spoof film when I saw it as a kid. I just thought it was a really funny version of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, I could get that as a kid. It's yeah. like this is just a wacky Star it's Wars. It's just a great nice. Star Wars film. Yeah, it's a really good play on combing it. Combing the desert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we ain't found shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they took that. Yeah, really, literally, a line. great movie. Also, another Rick Moranis one. So that mm. ties in well. That's true. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's why. Well, that's one of his. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. yeah. How so could you forget? Yeah, Lord Helmet. They, they all yeah. grab their nuts. Dude, I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> my favorite Moranis impersonation. Um, Worst yeah. movie. Worst movie. What's a movie you just don't the, like? Off the top of the head, as soon it. as you said that, just yeah. Last Action Hero came out. But I really feel bad about that. Wow, because you don't like Last if, Action Hero. But that's the thing. I only ever saw it at the movies as a kid and it wasn't Terminator 2. Yeah, right. You know? Looking back now, I mean, cool fourth wall stuff. I reckon, you know, I could actually watch it. Yeah. That and the action figure sucked. Yeah, yeah it really, really sucked. With yeah, the really cheap. Smeared. Yep. I like, hate that cheap kind of. You know. He didn't do anything. Literally, it was just legs and arms move. That was it. And the paint, like the hair smudges oh, onto the face. Awful. Awful. That's a terrible worst movie, but, you know, that's the beauty of film, as I always yeah. say. It's subjective. Everyone has yeah. an opinion. And well, that was just straight off the top of the head. I mean, Your I instincts mean, kicked that yeah, in. Yeah, they do. That's, yeah. that, that's the best kind, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. So the theme. Obviously, we've got the three movies. We'll dive right into them. Um, we shall. I guess we probably have a couple of honourable mentions before we dive in, as we like oh. to do when we look at these. Yeah, I'm going to honourably mention Dark Crystal because that's one I've mm. genuinely been afraid to watch because I really enjoyed it as a kid, and I feel like, yeah, I don't think I've seen that thing for nearly 15 years, um, and just genuinely afraid to watch it again because I'm just Fair like, enough. is this going to yeah. be good? Is this going to be good? Because I remember I have such fun memories of it, and I also my other one is The Labyrinth. 
But thankfully I watched that a couple of years ago and it held up fine. Yeah. No, I'll agree with that. Definitely. Anything you can special mentions you're thinking of? Uh, well, you got the lists, the classic Australian I'm drunk at the pub uh, movies. Um, Caravan of Courage is in there. Yeah. Dark Crystal you touched on. Anything with a little bit of music like The Labyrinth. Yeah. Obviously anything with Mandy Patinkin or Andre the Giant. Yeah. Those kinds of films. You know. Do you know a film like that? Um, it holds up, trust the, me. The, the one, really the one that occurred to me when you said it was um, Flight of the Navigator. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. remember how many times I saw that on TV as a kid. Yeah. And I got, it off D- I got it on DVD off someone ages ago that I used to work with, and I was too afraid to watch it, so I've still got it sitting somewhere. That's a good example. Because I just remember this, like, awesome spaceship that stuff yeah. just appeared out of nowhere, and it was absolutely it. Watched it recently. Holds up. Oh, awesome. Maybe I can put it on. His cool toys when he's locked up. Everything. It's cool. It's cool. It was kind of like semi-serious ones, which you and I probably saw, like Toy mm. Soldiers, War Games. Yeah. Remember those ones? Oh, yeah, definitely. They were kind of like kids in grown-up situations that were like, you, you really got a good kick out of watching them. Yeah. And then, you know, again, I probably haven't seen Toy Soldiers or, or uh, War Games. In Speaking of which, but kids acting like adults, like a lot of the, you know, movies we grew up with were like that, like The Goonies. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, do you think that's a big part of the nostalgia for it though? Is that it's like as kids you're saying, look at these kids having these grown up adventures. Yeah, I I'm really, I really think so. Yeah, so maybe kids is the key to the kind of nostalgic goggles that we wear when we're watching these films. Because you look at the three that we've got, they're all about like kids being unsupervised, getting into shenanigans. Maybe that's the key to it. Maybe that's what we like these films. Maybe that's why we hold on to them so dearly. Mm. And it kind of looks as if chronologi- chronologically. Um, from the start, never ending, honey, I shrunk the kids, and then the witches, the kids get kind of that less and less freedom. You see that, like, they were treated like adults um, early on in the 80s, and then as it got closer to the 90s, mid-90s, 2000s, they were actually bulked down like adults as well. Like, they actually had adult things to do. Yeah. That they didn't yeah. get to have as many adventures. Yeah, maybe that's reflective of yeah. our own childhoods. The other thing is a lot of the movies we've watched in this first season are from our childhood as well, so I'd say a lot of those have held up pretty well. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of the films (laughs) we do watch, uh, yeah, we really enjoy. Uh, Let's dive into 1989, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the classic, directed by Joe Johnson, uh, Johnston, who did Jumanji, The Rocketeer, Jurassic Park 3, Captain America, The First Avenger. Guy's got a pretty good CV. Like, he knows his movies. Um, written by two writers, nothing too fabulous about them. Uh, one of them wrote Dead Poet Society and What About Bob, which I thought, that's a good contrast, isn't it? Mm. What a nice contrast as a writer. Our runtime clock's in an hour, 33 minutes. We love a good 90-minute movie on this show. That's our favourite type of movie. <laughs> that's my happy place. 90 minutes is just a hot spot, especially as you get older and you get a little bit sleepier at night when you're watching a movie. <laughs> 90 minutes is my dream spot. got an internal clock where I just fall asleep after 90 minutes. Yeah. Stars in this film, I'm pretty much just going to say Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. <laughs> like, uh, don't think anybody else really went on to do... And the dog. What was the dog's name? Uh, Why? Are you saying he went on to do something I'm big? just saying he was a star. Yeah, I think he died at the end of this in the main. Oh, no, I that's that terrible. Oh, the, um, the other father. The other father, you're right. He does. He's what did I, I always saw him something recently. that other father. Yeah, he, he's playing that same he's role. He's that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to take a swing at the plot of this film, Dave? Uh, sure. We like to do it in yeah, definitely. No, two I'd like sentences. To. All right. I'm no good at counting, but 
it's about the adults, this movie, and getting to know each other and their kids. And it just happens to be really cool and everything's super giant in it because they're miniature. That, that about sums it up perfectly. I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah, I dig that. I dig that. So, yeah, that's, that's the film Rick Moranis plays. Um, I've forgotten his name already. Stalinsky. I always remember <laughs> the surname. Stalinsky. 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 Yeah. That's the Stalinsky family. Rick Moranis, his wife, and their two kids, his daughter and young son who wishes to be just like his dad. Mm, Elroy. Elroy. <laughs> George Jetson. Uh, and he's working on a machine in the – I love how he's like at the start of this film just working on a shrinking ray in his attic. Yeah, because like, yeah. that's where you do it. Yeah, it's like awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, you think he's exploding stuff with his shrinking ray. It's not quite working as much as we'd like to see. Probably should have a lock on that door or something. I, I think yeah, I feel like it so, should be under better lock and key. pretty sure there was a sign on the door. But, I mean, there's more natural light in an attic. You don't want to be working in a basement like in Cats and Dogs. Yeah, no. I think you just want the secrecy, though, if you're inventing a shrinking ray. Because the shrinking so. ray would change the face of mankind. Yeah, I guess you don't want anyone peeking in the windows. Yeah, which is what happens, obviously, as we advance through the plot. We've got the uh, people next door, the mm. family next door, whose name I can't remember either. Johnsons, Joneses. Joneses, JJ family. Um, Johnsons. And they've got yeah. two sons. One of those sons is about the same age as the daughter, coincidentally oh, wow. enough. Yeah, that's How did about that right. happen? Which is classic 1989 movie Hospital action. mixer. Yeah, he, he gets a bit of a spy on her while she's cleaning because they live next door and we see that there's a little bit of, you know, wow. give and take there a bit later yep. on when she's yep. like, were you watching me? So you've got a little bit of a love story going there. Um, and the little – so, oh, Russ, that's right. Big Russ and Little Russ was the dad was that's Big right. Russ. Yeah. Little Russ. Yeah. And what was the his brother's name? It was Annoying Ronnie or something like that. Um, yeah. And he hits the baseball through the window and activates the machine. They go over to get the keys, and that's how the then all four kids end up getting shrunk. Yeah, thanks to his baseball. Thanks to his baseball, yeah. His baseball did block the laser, and the laser was overheating everything, and that's why things were exploding. Yeah, that's. Hmm. I love the way they go. And later on in the film, they go, well, the baseball, like, diffuses the laser, which yeah. oh, it stops from overheating and exploding things. Why didn't I think of that? And it's like, that's great. I love I, you, 1989. I would have liked to have known why he put the laser there in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the laser was I, doing. I think it's, every invention in that era needed a laser yeah, to laser, high yeah. tech. Yeah. Yeah, people are like, what well, are you inventing this? Oh, how many lasers have got? No lasers. No lasers? Can't be a very yeah, good no, invention. It peels, it peels apples. What do you mean? How many lasers? None. More you lasers. Can, you can peel apples without lasers? This is outrageous. <laughs> Um, originally I read on the old IMD trivia, which, you know, I'm a big fan of that section, is right. that the role was offered to John Candy, but he declined it and recommended Rick the Moranis. The Rick Moranis yeah. role was offered yeah. to John Candy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And he recommended him. And, like, how good is that? Good recommendation. Fantastic. I can't imagine anyone but yeah, Rick Moranis I, playing the I can't mad see. scientist no, dad definitely not. kids. Yeah. John Candy would just be too goofy for it, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the tone of the film is pretty goofy, isn't it? I mean, yeah. But I think Rick Moranis can pull off that kind of like nerdy scientist, whereas John yeah. Candy, I think, no, would just be kind of goofy. He's, yeah, he's just like yeah. he's what? the great outdoors dad and Uncle Buck, yeah, like yeah. that's his persona in the family movie. Moranis doesn't overplay the weird, crazy scientist too much. He's got that whole, I'm a dad, I'm trying to get my wife back, I'm just doing this for my kids. He's kind of just like an awkward rather than a. Yeah, but Crazy. not not over the top. And yeah. things don't necess- bad things don't necessarily happen to him. He parked his car out the front of the conference in a towaway zone, and his car didn't get towed. Like I was True. fully expecting his car to get towed. Maybe deleted scene. 
maybe deleted scene. Who knows? But, you <laughs> know, I, I think they really made his character not too far out there. They didn't really go too stereotypical yeah. for me. Hmm. So also the should we mention that originally there was five kids and one of them died. But then they then the first, one of the first drafts of the script. Yeah. But then they thought that would be too heavy a Disney subject. Movie, to, yeah, I like guess. dealing with the children. So. And we've got the death of Auntie the Ant as we as we learn. Yeah. And that's enough for that's the kids. That's a real teacher for anyone. Well, yeah, yeah. is it? I don't know. <laughs> it really it was a bit hollow for me. You didn't really feel anything when Auntie died. Not when Auntie died, not really. No tear jerking at all. Nah, it's great yeah. character development though for the tough, you know, bully kid to be. Yeah. Broken oh yeah, by definitely. The death of I mean, felt for him, friend. but I don't know. The ant could have, you know, performance well, he died wise, saving them. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. fight with a giant scorpion. Well, a scorpion, a regular sized scorpion. Regular. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, if anything, the runt of the scorpion litter. Yeah, well, that's but, true. Because um, I mean, it was in terms of the ant size. Yeah. In terms of, they did get yeah. a few of those sort of things a bit out of Skew filter. The yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, the whole perspective of the size was a bit cocked up in some spots. But we'll forgive yeah. them. I yeah. think um, talking about our theme, this is where I think this film is one of those classic childhood themes for me. It, mm-hmm. it, it's um, four kids shrunk down. They all kind of get along, but they don't. There's a bit of rivalry going on. The siblings don't like each other, and then they're fighting with the others. And obviously, they all come together. Which I think is part of the journey, especially as a kid watching the film. Yeah, but I think what I like most about it is the practicality of everything. So those are all sets. You know, they oh, build the sets. If you yeah. made that movie now, it'll be all computer generated. There, and I there wouldn't is, have any feelings for it or any connection. There to is it still a lot of green screen. There is still green screen, yeah. obviously with quite you know, a lot. stop motion yeah. with the the bugs and stuff yeah. like that. But Auntie's a real ant they built. Yeah. Those and the, that, real, Lego those, yeah, that Lego is a real block is a real the giant yeah. Oreo cookie. Yeah, like all of that's yeah. a real practical thing that you can reach out and touch. Mm. Yeah, obviously there had to be excuses, mm. you know, to green screen for the bee flying around because you know yeah. they had to look. And so, like you're saying, in terms of the theme, in terms of stacking up, built or made props, they do stack up because yeah. they're actually there, yeah. and it's it's up to the actors themselves to interact with those those props or even uh, characters yeah. to some degree to make the audience feel like it's real. Yeah, and and for a film that's nearly thirty years old, I think it does hold up for that. And I'll say definitely, that now. yeah. The thing I like probably the most about this film, having rewatched it, I never probably appreciated it the first time around, or maybe I did on a subconscious level, is how like busted up the kids get. Mm. Like they're getting blood noses, like because yeah. they're getting thrown around by sprinklers, bees are tossing them across the garden. They all nearly got chewed up by a lawnmower. They all nearly yep, chewed up by a lawnmower. Like they take a blood. The kids have got blood noses and bloody knuckles, and it's it, like I appreciated it as an adult because I was like, oh, that's kind of realistic. And like I'm sure as a kid, I was kind of like, because as a kid, that's what you do. You get scrapes and yeah. scuffs, and so to watch that kind of movie and have that happen, I think makes it so much more nicer. So basically the whole plot of the film is they spend their whole time trying to get back to the house because the dad actually sweeps them up and throws them in the garbage bag and they've got to get back we, across we the garden. We get that cool part where um, he starts smashing up the laser and all of the electronic components start raining yeah. down on them, but they're giant, you know. Yeah, and they're like running. And boom. Yeah. Boom. Massive foam props that they've made that they're just like yeah. chucking, Yeah, which yeah. is cool. Speaking of the sound, do you think if you are that small that – people's voices. Yeah, I always think that when I watch it, like, why is everything slower? Yeah, like... I guess so. I guess movement must sure. be slower because they're so big. Yes, I, I, I don't know. If a fly has high metabolism and, you know, lots of eyes or whatever, it can see us move quicker and whatnot. But if you're a human that gets shrunk down, I really think you would just kind of hear normally. Yeah, I don't know. see normally. 
Yeah, I guess they had to do something to make it appear different. And yeah, yeah that communication barrier as well, yeah. because that was part of the, the well, problem yeah, is that they couldn't them see them, they couldn't hear them. So yeah. um, from the like from them being miniaturized point of view, that that holds up. Like they wouldn't be able to move enough air for you to be able to hear them. So yeah, that's definitely. with their vocal cords, so that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I Listen think to the sound technician at every, the end of the Yeah, table. everything <laughs> would just be super loud because yeah. to them rather than like when the know, dog barks, it's like it's like ripples. Yeah. Yeah. They would be probably super. Well, yeah, I'm nerding out, but they'd be probably super sensitive to um, acoustics as well. So they would get a bit of echoey stuff. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. I love the giant yeah. Lego block scene. I like yeah, that. That's I think fantastic. It's one of my and the giant Oreo cookie thing's great. And the scooping the cream and getting the biscuit out. Yeah, what a great practical effect both those things the, are. Um, the way that they get the ant on their side, with like they oh, with the break cookie. off a bit of cookie, <laughs> and then it's like the old carrot on a stick thing that yeah, dangling in front yeah, of you, leading them along. Yeah. And it really did look cool when they shrank. Yeah, like, it does. Looking it back at it now, good. that yeah. looked cool. And then they're there on these floorboards that, you know, they have the grains in the wood, the, you know, little look like ditches. Yeah. They made sure mm. they made nails. And yeah. it really looked cool when they first shrunk. Yeah, and they've got to step across these big yeah. gaps that are just really grooves in timber. And that's when we get the dad, Rick Renis, comes back and he's... Solinsky, he notices his little couch. Like he can't he goes to sit. I love when he goes to yeah. sit in his couch and just falls on his ass. Like, <laughs> he didn't there. even notice. Like, it my couch, there. you know. And then he finds the shrunk version of his couch and he pieces it together and realizes the kids are in the backyard. I love that. That's when we get some humor where he's in the backyard and he's freaking out. And he's on stilts. Yeah, we get our classic '80s slapstick. You know, he hooks on the hose, turns the sprinkler on. I love the way. I don't know how that was done, but the effect of the sprinkler is great when they're running in those big droplets of water. Just yeah, it's just blowing them I away. I was thinking and, that. I was like, well, they just, they must have water cannons or something. Well, I was thinking maybe some type of clear plastic bag. Yeah, maybe like garbage bags full yeah. of water and just lobbing them. But that was a really kids. cool practical effect. Yeah, yeah and it was that. very awesome. Very, yeah. very awesome. And, they, and they, again, they get the. Isn't stock that cool for a movie 30 years old? And you and I are saying, how did they do that? Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, and so then we obviously get a bit more action with the parents and stuff like that. There's some good mm. dynamics with the parents. They're quite funny. You know, the police kind of implying that. You know, you're a shit parent. You you know, your kids have run away, and he gets really upset about it. Yeah, I do like it when the dads like, you know, they start to fix the machine. They're like, I'm pretty sure I fixed it, and the dad volunteers himself because yeah. he's like, I'm not going to let you blow up my kids. You know, Slinsky. He's like, I'll go, and he stands in front of the laser, and he gets shrunk down and brought back. He gets bring back, and then he puts his hat on, and it's like, eh. yeah, it's a nice little joke. Yeah, Is that the right size. Hats. He's like, oh, you're back. He's like, yeah, than. and his hat's like. Oh, he's a bit smaller. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little... There's there's quite a lot of good little nature gags humoured throughout this film for... um, Good redemption throughout the film. Yeah. It's funny that in 1989 it was made with sort of only one really big star, which I thought was interesting. Mm. Because normally these films you'd you'd have, like, you know, a couple of... A young Christina Applegate maybe or something like that. But they're all Yeah, especially for Disney, they do like to throw in up-and-comers. So maybe these ones just Up the profile. There's a little gag in there that my youngest Mitchell loved when um, they're talking to the police. Yep. And they're like, oh, no, our kids are in the backyard. Isn't that right, honey? He turns around. It's like, isn't that right, honey? And she just faints, falls yep. backwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Simple but effective. He, yeah. He thought that was the funniest thing he'd seen all day. Yeah, that's it is a good gag. It's a really good gag. <laughs> I think that the, the, all those good gags are just like peppered throughout that whole film. Um I'm just thinking when the she's like, oh, there's a man flying in the backyard and he's on his harness, he's rigged up so he can go searching for the <laughs> yep. kids with the magnifying glass. 
You just see the legs go past and the guy's just like, fuck, I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't care. Um, yeah, and obviously we, we get our nice, happy, classic Disney ending. Mm. Um, yeah, happily ever after. Well, with the giant, yeah, giant well, uh, turkey. Giant turkey. So we're kind of alluding turkey. to our sequel of Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Yeah. So they've got a giant turkey. Um, yeah, what does he say? I'm, I'll carve. Um, and the dog's got the, the end on the dog the with giant the giant bone, d- bone. D- yeah. D- uh, biscuit. Yeah, biscuit yeah. bone. Which is great. Like, that's how you end an 80s movie. That yeah, or your freeze frame. Oh, well, don't forget the... The uh, French class, you finally got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, sorry, see, that's how you end it. Yeah, you're right. The little yeah, kid's you like, finally oh, get it. French <laughs> class. <laughs> oh, now I get it. Yep. Yuck, yuck, yuck. That would have left a lot of kids <laughs> asking questions. I'm pretty sure, it, if I'm not mistaken, it circles in on it, right? Like, yeah, I think it does. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, um, for those not paying attention, that was where earlier on when uh, the old uh, big uh, little Russ gives CPR to the daughter... And he says, where did you learn CPR? And he says, French class kid. Yeah. Very Han Solo moment. Yeah, it was actually. He's <laughs> a weird looking bloke, that guy, for a leading man. Very odd looking. Not your sort of classical, uh, traditional. That's, that's a bit of, rich coming from yeah, you. I, Why? What is that rich for? <laughs> I'm not traditionally good looking. I'm obviously good looking. Know, he kind of has that look of the bad guy from a Karate Kid one. That's what I mean. He looks kind of like a bad guy. Like, yeah, he doesn't strike me as a leading look. man. Yeah. But he kind of starts off as like Maybe a brooding teenager kind of badass. Yeah, I don't want to go camping with dad. Yeah, man. which is kind of cool for the 80s. I mean, he mm. you know he quit the sports. He, yeah. you know, he's not being that. What his dad wants him to be. What he wants him to be, that chauvinistic, macho 80s guy. Yeah, he's a classic um, rebel. Yeah. Yeah, for me... Um, the film holds up really easily. Like I, I, mm. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I haven't watched it in over ten years, I'd say, and I have very fond memories of it. Especially like all the, especially all the garden stuff. I think is my favourite stuff. Yeah, when it's the kids out there, like because that was you know that was my childhood playing in my backyard uh, with my siblings and my friends. It was awesome, you know, having a sandpit and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think it all holds up. The story is pretty. Like I, I don't even think you need to sort of have nostalgic goggles for this. I think it's a solid film. I think it's like. Maybe these kinds of films I don't think could be made now. I think we've covered this before in other episodes. Um, the world's a little bit more cynical, a little bit more jaded, or maybe even the world's a little bit more technical know-how as mm-hmm. well, so their expectations are higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these kids these days have phones and so much stimulus and things like that. Yeah. For us, you'd see this movie, you'd see it once, and it wasn't going to download it and watch it again. You, you didn't see it for six more months until it came out on VHS, and then you got to... Doing the hard Go around to your mate's house That's and, you right. know, and you'd all go together and then you just run that VHS into the fucking ground. Like, <laughs> Well, you had to wait for it to not be out at the local video store. Yeah. Every yeah. time. Fucking oh, five weekly, $5. How do they you know? get there so early? I guarantee you that that five weekly, $5 thing, that featured in my five weekly, $5 pretty regularly. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's definitely a recommend. I definitely think it holds up, Dave. Yeah, definitely. Uh, holds up for me. Uh, visual effects, you know. Obviously, um, being, you know, a really tough guy, I did cry at the end of this one yeah. um, at the whole father-son together, you know, now I want to go camping. Yeah. I want to rejoin the team. Don't worry about it, son. Um, I really think that it's a great movie. Yeah, I like it. Stacks up. Done. You recommend it? Yeah. Recommend you think it. I go off, he's worse than me. It's not with possible. What? With with crying at movies. Oh, crying? Yeah, I'd Man, tell you I, worse than me. I yeah. cried at that McDonald's ad where she offered that digger that extra cup of coffee and it was free. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> but it was free coffee. She was scamming him. No, no, she didn't oh. charge him. He's oh, right. like just sitting there and she poured him an extra cup. Do you know what my favourite one was? It was McDonald's you, me, and, and a friend of ours and we rented Bridge to Terabithia 
and we thought it was going to be the line, the witch in the wardrobe kind of style. Yeah. But that film is not. That film is a kick in the fucking balls. That was bad. And there was like three grown men sitting on, and we had quite a large lounge room with three couches, and you could just hear this sniffling amongst everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, this film is not what it promised to be. Because that trailer <laughs> right. was like, magical wonderland. And, yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, three grown and we're just men watching it like getting 20, a magical yeah. wonderland DVDs just it's as bad. probably just as bad, if not worse. But <laughs> 20 minutes in, you're just like, this isn't this isn't, this isn't the line of Witch no. in the Water. This isn't what the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. And then when, you know, spoiler alert, that little girl, wow. Oh, you know, man. And all you can hear is this, you know, in the darkness of a lounge room and yeah. nobody's judging anybody. Uh, but yeah, no, he's, he's far worse than me. Yeah, fair Bicentennial enough. Man, yes. I'm glad you pointed it out. What are um, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I actually enjoyed it. I haven't seen it for ages. Like I, I wouldn't have seen it since I was a child myself. And um, you still loved it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I did sit there thinking the the premise of the film is kind of just like an excuse to make a green screen film. Yeah, it's like, kind of it was kind of film. like the, the, there wasn't it wasn't a solid premise. Like he's building a rain, it shrunk people, and then <laughs> yeah. they had to get through the yard. In his like basement, it's, in his it's attic, pretty. Yeah. It's pretty narrow. It's like yeah, we've got this technology. Let's exploit it. Yeah, like I, I it's definitely help an effects film. It would have been an effects yeah. film yeah. sold as yeah. Um, but no, I still enjoyed it. It was easy to watch. And I you watched it with the boys. Uh, no, only briefly. They sort briefly of walk right. through as they do, and they stop and go, "What are you doing?" Oh, okay, and then they keep going. There's so, no Power Rangers here. It's hard, hard to keep them in. <laughs> Where's the Skylanders? <laughs> That's right. Um, so I probably won't be watching it again anytime soon, but yeah. it was easy to get through. Yeah, and you recommend? Yeah, sure, sure. Why not? Kind of sounds like you're planning. Kind of you, know, you loved it. Recommend? Yeah, yeah. I recommend. Come on, here's five dollars. Awesome. That's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yep. We jump in our time machine one year forward to 1990. Ooh. What a year, 1990. Ah. The Witches, obviously based on Roald Dahl's. Um, I, I kind of pushed this one into our agenda because I hadn't seen it in a very long time. Yeah, you pushed it. And you, you, push it, uh, you pushed it hard. I pushed it real hard. P- p- pushed it real hard. I dare you not to. Obviously, this this is Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl was, I don't know about you, but Roald Dahl was a big part of my childhood. Obviously, he's got some lots of good books that we've lots all enjoyed. Books. Yep. Um, and this movie was probably one of the ones I watched with a few friends and was just petrified by it, just absolutely petrified. Um, there's so many scary things going on here. And apparently Roald Dahl was, like, unhappy with it and he thought it was very vulgar. And like, But when you read the book, in the book it's all sad. There's no happy ending in the book. Yeah. I'm like, Roald Dahl, you're the saddest. <laughs> you're crazy, the saddest like, sack around. Sad, yeah, yeah, you're the saddest of all sadists, like – He's the one who like runs kids to do like BFG and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, like exactly. But for him to say he didn't endorse the movie because you know he thought it was too vulgar and like Jesus uh. Christ, wow. Uh, directed by Nicholas Roeg, who's really did nothing TV movies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, same with the writer. Um, yeah, he didn't really do anything. Uh, one hour thirty minutes clocks in again at our favorite times. Yep, no <laughs> magic <that>. time. Um, <laughs> stars. Uh, I just read Angelica Houston. Yep. That was it. And Ron Atkinson. Yeah. Oh, yes. Which is a lovely surprise to have Ron Atkinson as oh, the hotel manager. Very good. Just doing a good, you know, yeah. a good Basil faulty there. Yeah. Well, once again, not over the top Basil, but enough. Yeah. Um, and plot wise, well, I guess it's set in a world where witches are real and there's lots uh, of the telltale real world. signs. Chain is set in the real world. In the real world where witches are real. Mm. Thank you. Um, where witches have are, are out and about trying to destroy huge. Human children. Children, yep. yep. And the story follows a young boy who's orphaned and living with his uh, Danish grandmother, Dutch, Swiss grandmother. 
Mm. Who smokes a lot of cigars. Yeah, she um, loves the stogies. Yeah. I, I dig that about that's the character. Cool. As a kid, I thought it was cool. I yeah. still think that's cool that's now. very badass. Um, yeah, and uh, obviously right. they go on holiday to relax after a medical emergency she has, and they go to the hotel where all the witches are meeting, all the witches in England. What are the chances? Well, I think it's part fate. She has crossed paths with witches mm, before. That's right. Yeah, she has. We learned that. Um, yeah. yep. Which is good, because otherwise this would have been just a shit movie if it was just this grand... Yeah. Grandson and um, grandmother go on holiday. Grandma, diabetes, let's go to the I seaside. I mean, Rowan Atkinson still would have jazzed yeah. it up a little bit. But he would have. I needed my witches to get me through. Yep. Um, yeah, so obviously, like, again, with these these movies, there's always, like, this level of loss that children have to deal with, which I think, again, is part of mm. your nostalgia that you attach to these films when you're kids. Did you guys see this as kids? Like, yeah, this? I did, definitely. I don't think I ever did. You didn't have seen it before? No, sitting there oh, watching it, none yeah. of it rang any bells. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to put that in the never saw column. I have a feeling yeah. that, was it part of our education at some point? Like we watched it at school? Mm, if know. we did, that's bad I education. Know. I don't think so. <laughs> that sounds about right. But then I remember like year 10 camp, remember they took us, we had like activities week and one of them was the movies. Yes. And we went and saw Executive Decision. Yeah, that's good me. And I'm like... That seems lazy on the teacher's behalf. Like, yeah. I don't know what. Speaking of a movie that's designed around one type of technology, we can put a jet and underneath another jet. And then jet he kills Seagal as well, and he's on the like fucking the first poster. 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, he is the poster. That's a, that's a theme for another episode. No, I think we've yeah. spoken about that before. Yeah, yeah. it fucking does my head in. He sold the candy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I think there's that kind of dealing, kids dealing with loss, which I think mm-hmm. is a part of all of us as kids. We all deal with loss in some way or another. Yeah. Um, in this one, in this movie, this, this boy's lost his parents and so he's living with his grandmother. Um, but I think that's a big theme throughout all this, like, you know, never-ending story. You know, yeah. they, they don't tell you the stories, but there's this hint, hint to yeah, the labels. Yeah, it's and, there. Yeah. Yeah, and the honey the shrunk the kids, the parents are fighting and the kids have to deal with it. And So I think it's something you can, straight away, you can associate with and put yourself into that story and, and it becomes relatable for you as a viewer. Um, and then obviously you've got awesomely scary witches. So, yeah, yeah. what's well, so then? They really did the makeup budget on Angelica Houston, didn't they? Yeah, that's great. How it's she's like, like fucked up yeah, and gnarly yeah. with warts, and the rest and, of them are just bald. The rest of them are just bald. She's got massive bald chin. Yeah. She's got the massive nose, and it yeah. kind of wiggles when she talks. But she looks so good though; like it's yeah. so petrifying. Like I um, even watching again, I was like, this makeup is better than some horror movies I've seen in the last ten years. Like, I'm sure, like you said, they spent the budget on just her. And just her so the rest of you are just going to be bald with, like, you know, <laughs> purple eyes, eyes purple yes. eye contacts. Some buck teeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. see how we go. The Even there, they, it was England, so they probably just found actresses <laughs> with buck teeth. You know, yeah, true. To true. Racist. Um, well, she was a grand high witch, so she did yeah. need to have something super scary about yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so I guess, I mean, plot-wise, it's pretty straightforward. They go to the hotel, the, the witches there. The witches are revealing their big plan to... What a stupid plan this is. So the, she gathers them all in the hall and she's like, all right, so this is the plan. I'm going to give you all money to buy sweet shops throughout England. Yep. And you're going to poison the kids and turn them into mice. Classic. With, with this special, what is it, recipe 86 or something? Yeah. yeah recipe Formula something, formula, something. Formula, formula yeah. 369 or something like that, yeah, which yeah. seems really bizarre because she actually tells off one of the other witches for saying that they're going to poison them. Um, with a quote somewhere along the lines of witches use magic yeah. to kill. Yeah. And meanwhile, this is my formula 368. To Not poison them. To, yeah. po- to basically yeah. poison them to into To make mice. them mice. Yeah. But truth be told, them. she did laser beam that woman to death. Yes. That like, was awesome. I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, you're not going to go, 
That seems a little hypocritical. I mean, you just laser. Yeah. Beth just got laser beamed. Well, it wasn't with a gun. It was like with eyes. With her so eyes. She had laser yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah, she had laser eyes. Yeah. And it was because she spoke out against her. So she, yeah. no yeah. one else is saying anything at that. So meeting. at that point, you're all just shutting your mouth. Like I'm up the back thinking this is the worst idea. I'm getting out yeah. of here. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon there was a couple of men in there. Actually, I reckon they filled there the ranks was. With a I reckon. Of men. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. He's in the bald Absolutely. part as well. I reckon they just got a couple of bald yeah. blokes to fill like a few <laughs> Put them in some back there. Yeah, 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 some summer dresses yeah. and yeah, pop definitely. them in the back. Because you got a whole, you know, we need some seat fillers. Yeah. So I did a thing where I wrote down what I briefly remembered about the film before. Oh yeah, go shoot. Let's hear it. Mine was boy, grandma, hotel, square toe shoes, mice, grandma, witch hunter. Yeah. Square toe shoes. That was weird. Like those are the things that sat in my mind from being a kid before watching this. Did you enjoy the movie as a kid? No, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, young impressionable kid. I believed in witches. Why not? And yeah. that movie just really sent it home. Not so much the movie itself, but the fact that, like, I don't know. The purple she was, eyes. The, yeah. the part, are you talking about the part at the start? Well, yeah. Where I'll the witch what, tries to coerce him out of the yes, tree. That's, that's what the scariest me. part for me. Yeah, the that's one of the scariest parts. Part. The way that boys she knows like snakes. His, yeah, she <laughs> knows his name. She's trying to get him down from the tree, and that's. To be honest, that for me is the it moment. Not as in like, wow, that's the it moment, but I mean like the clown moment. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. like That really down, yeah. feels to me like, you know, that's scary. Yeah. 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 The rubber nose. Um, but now as you've gotten older, you're probably not opposed to women offering you candy in the streets. Oh, or snakes. Yeah, or snakes. Yeah, I like Hello, snakes. David, you snakes love snakes. Snakes make me run faster. Snakes make me run faster. Um, Snake boots. But yeah, for me, that was the scariest part. Um and I forgot about the square feet because they have square toes. Don't they? Which yeah, is, no, they have no toes. They have no toes. They have, they have stubs. stubs yeah. Square stubs. Yeah, so they don't wear uh, They have shoes. purple eyes. They're always bald because so, they're always getting so itched. for scratching. Scratching Tell me scalp. you could get a more comfortable wig or some oh, Honestly, of, you could. Well, yeah. yeah. There's those hair replacement places now. Like, yeah. Just get it sewn in. Yeah. Yeah, just, just, just I mean, stitch that baby I had real trouble in. like listening to Sinead O'Connor music because I was just – I was like, oh, I don't joke. know, <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. I like it. I Nothing like it. compares to Sinead O'Connor exactly. music. That's right. She is, uh, you know, braving it without the wig. Um, so from a non-seeing your childhood perspective, mm. thoughts? It was weird. You think it's a bit odd? It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's that it's kind a, of Dr. Zeus role, doll. Yeah, it's, it is weird. Um, I do. I Would do, you let your kids watch that? Probably not. No, a bit too full yeah. on for them. Yeah, at, yeah. At, this, at their current age. I did like the way they turned into mice, though. Yeah. I thought that was amusing. Yeah, it's very cool. And yeah, obviously, lose. again, they blew the budget on the first one because that went on for way longer than the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Where his face oh, the transformation. The years, transformation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the green smoke coming out and the whistling and the shrinking, and, yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, especially at the end. So obviously, as we go through the story... They learn the witch's plans. The boy, um, the grandson, gets turned into a, a mouse with Bruno, another selfish little kid. That, uh, sort no, of yes, that's right. Yeah. And uh, he's eating all, like he's biting all of the food on the buffet and then putting it back. Yeah. <laughs> he's a little shit, that, that character, kid. but he's like yeah, kind of like him in a weird way. Yeah. And they obviously they formulate the plan to reverse it, you know, and put the, the witches have the crest soup, as we, we yeah. hear about several <laughs> times. Have the crest soup. Uh, and they, they're going to put the formula in that and turn the witches into mice, and then that's that's what happens. Yeah, so he steals a formula, fights a cat. Uh, yeah. And he's, he's actually pretty good as a mouse. He's great. Yeah. And he, look, his attitude as a mouse, let's just say we can all kind of learn from that. He's like, you know what, it's not so bad. Yeah, yeah especially oh, at the end of the film, he's like, you know what, I'm a mouse. Like, Oh, man, i got to touch on the end of the film. Did you notice his house? Yeah. You know what it is? No. Made out of Lego? 
He lives in the Lego Ghostbusters. Yeah, house. I saw that. Yeah, he's sleeping. That's awesome. Which and then we get the happy ending because the one good witch that didn't get turned to a mouse, or one which didn't, who's yep. was under the oppressive thumb of the bubbles yeah, from Abfab, right? I don't know. She looked like she was from Abfab. Yeah, it looked like bubbles her from assistant. Abfab. Is that, yeah, her assistant. Yeah, yeah. Her grand sure. She obviously comes and sets them free, and yeah, it's kind of a cool ending because it's like now they've got all this money and they've got a list of all the American oh, witches in yeah, America. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Uh, this would be a great movie, watching Definitely his grandmother and her grandson go and kill uh, witches in America, you know. Yeah, that'd be great. Roll out the sequel. Yeah. Roll out 30 years later. <laughs> Killing witches in America. America. It'd be great. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, – or Rowan Atkinson's the other thing I want to comment on. Like, his comedy throughout it is classic mm. Atkinson, and mm. I don't doubt it was written into the script, but he was genius. Yeah. Uh, but I love um, – we're speaking about where they spent the budget – They'll get turned into generic mouse and we just get clothing and then you get Angelica oh, Houston's mouse, which is like yeah. the fucking Sumerian rat monkey from Brain Dead. Just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, he, and, and Atkins lifts the jug and hits it with the cleaver and the, the green goop just hits him in the face. Yeah. He's like, ooh. ooh. Class. Bruno's parents, big dickheads. That was oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, massive tool. Wasps. Yeah. Won't take their son back, won't listen, you know. Yeah. No, they're terrible. The grandma's great. I like the way straight up she's smoking cigars, <laughs> educating him about witches because they're real, um, setting candles for him to go to sleep with because, you know, that's safe. Yeah. Um, and always on his side, like against Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, Saying, yeah. Nah, well, I saw a rat running down the hall, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or health department. Like coolest grandma in the yeah, world. Yeah, like, really, really, um, Supporting sticking her up for him. You know? yeah, 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 definitely, you know. Um, great character, really strong character. And I think that's why when she gets sick it kind of – is really it is a bit striking because yeah. she plays such a strong character. Mm. So to see her um, when she can't move at one stage and the witch is yeah, there, yeah, because we learn that the Ooh. witches they do have a past, as you as yeah, mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in that past, obviously she's crossed paths with Angel used it before, and they, I guess they kind of poison her in a way because she's doing the telekinetic thing where she's. She's eating the food and drinking the drink, and yeah. it's like, oh, this has got sugar in it. I was yeah. Have sugar yeah. And yeah. you see Angela, she was giving her the eyebrows, totally you know, giving the magic eyebrows. Like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> in terms of like, obviously, I wasn't afraid watching it this time round. Like all that fear was kind of oh, okay. I was, I admitted. <laughs> no, it was. It lost its te- terrifyingness to me. Mm. Obviously, being a grown adult now and seeing it. Um, so it kind of the movie, I guess, has tarnished for me a bit over over time. Like it's lost its shine a little bit because you remember it as being like a scary movie. I just yeah, I think yeah. I remember being really like evoked a lot of emotion from me when I watched it. Um, yeah, I think I watched it maybe twice, three times when I was a kid. I think someone had it on taped on a VCR. It was like a midnight movie or something back in those days. Um, but yeah, it didn't really hold up. Um, it's not something I'd probably recommend people to watch. It's mm. probably not a non-recommend for me. You're probably better off just reading the book. The book's great. The mm. book is far more sinister, though. There's you know death and much more horrible things happen mm. in the book, which is weird because Roald Dahl's so, from what I've read, so adamantly against the film for vulgar reasons. He says. Well, vulgar that doesn't you know it could be. Angelica Houston's portrayal of the head. No, witch. Angelica Houston's the only thing he likes about the film I read. Oh. Because he wrote the part with her in mind, apparently. Mm. Really? Loved her as an actress. Yeah. Interesting. Well, there you go. But yeah, so no recommend from me. And yeah, it just didn't hold yeah. up. And it was an interesting exercise. But yeah. I doubt I'll probably waste an hour and a half watching it again. I, I, like, it's not a bad film by any means. Mm. Um, it's no Piranha Conda, but it's, it's, it's just hey, not quite there. Let's not tarnish a movie we haven't watched yeah, yet. Well, it's, yeah, it's true. Well, um, for me, um, in terms of what it 
was and what it is. I mean, it stacks up. It looks fine visually. Um, you can sit through it. It's a good story. But um, when I got told we were going to watch this one, it was like the least exciting one for me. Yeah, It's one that I knew I'd have to sit through and like make myself watch. Um, yeah, I wouldn't really recommend it to anyone who's looking to, you know, spend a nice night on the couch to watch a film from their childhood. Yeah, mm. I mean, for me, it loses it straight away with the title sequence, which is like a murder she wrote font in green. Yeah. It just doesn't seem right. Um, and, you know, the flyover of the hills and stuff, you're just like, uh, it just seems a bit, yeah, watered down, washed out a little bit. Yeah. I like the themes in like, yeah, witches want to kill people. Um, kids cool with being a mouse. Grandma's cool. Um, they get sacks of cash. Great. But, um, yeah, definitely not a stack up for me. Yeah, I I sort of felt like the whole movie kind of just meandered along. Like it didn't have a really good pace to it. It was mm. kind of a little dreary. I guess it's English, so it suits to be dreary. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't have any memories of it, so I don't have anything to compare it against, but I probably wouldn't recommend it either. It was kind of a, yeah, it was a bit dull. Um, I prefer to remember my witches as, you know, Bewitched style. Oh, really? Oh, that's attractive nose, that's... attractive nose wiggling witches for me. Yeah. Oh, well, if you, if we, had, I didn't know we had a choice. Well, but, no, you yeah, can pick what's your favorite. We've got plenty of time. What's oh, your favorite, favorite, favorite witch? witch? Is it Witches of Eastwick? I think you'd be. Oh, uh, yeah. I watched that again recently. That stacks up. That's a good film. And you're a pretty open minded man mm. as well. Like, yeah. I, I think you'd fuck a witch with green skin. Well. Is that too far? Do I go too far? Uh, <laughs> is that possible? Is it possible? As long as it wasn't the one from Wizard of Oz. Well, she's dead, so... Yeah, well, that comes up. in handy. <laughs> yeah. Were you what not would, listening last week? Yeah, were you, you not listening to last week? You don't have a chance. Well, if you kissed her, would she melt? No, let's not fall into that loop again. <laughs> fell into the water loop. We had so many questions about yeah. water. I'm sure you've listened to the episode, right? Most of it. Wink. Yeah. Most of the stuff. Um, and, <laughs> All the good um, stuff. And special note to my lovely wife, Nat, who agrees with you, Shane, that the um, Return to Oz was one of the scariest child movies ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was we, another contender that we yeah, had in here, but mm-hmm. uh, I just think it was a bad film yeah, anyway. The Wheelers in that. <laughs> the oh, Wheelers. That's what I was talking to, to, to Nat's um, yeah. Lappy's Mrs. Nat about. Yeah, yeah. Those wheelers are petrifying. Yeah, definitely. Men and they with wheels for arms. That whole movie's just... Yeah, scary. And the girl who plays Dorothy is scary. And mm. yeah, the pumpkin head Michael guy. Jackson as well. Yeah. So. And there was something about as a childhood dealing with the Stone King with his ruby slippers that just yeah. freaked me the hell out. Because <laughs> he was this gruff pipe smoking Stone King and then he lifts up his robe and there's the red ruby slippers and he controls Oz with... Again, I'm digressing. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Sticking in the 80s, because we fucking love to stick in the 80s, don't we? I think most we're, 90% we of the films we watch. In the 80s. What does that say about modern cinema? I think we've had like four films past 2000. Maybe we'll, 11 episodes. We'll, we'll make a conscious effort next season to do some more. Yeah, we'll try films. and be more contemporary. So Our the, themes will have to be movies made past 2000. Yeah, we'll get young yeah. people. We'll get young people. Not in the same decade. Yeah, well, something mm. like. Some, I, I want to do something where we are, like I was arguing with a guy at work who hasn't seen The Matrix. I'm like, how have you not seen The Matrix? What? And he's like, well, I was like three when it came out. I was like two when it came out. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, I'm old. That, put, that like, puts I'm it in so perspective. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, fair enough. Then, okay. I guess. You're forgiven. I'm just thinking everyone's seen The Matrix, yeah. you know. Well, did you make him fix it though? Oh, of course. I force my penis <laughs> down everyone's yeah. throat everywhere well, I go. Watch the first one. Forget they made the second two. Yeah, That's just my watch the first one, please. <laughs> 1984, The Never-Ending Story. Great song. Great movie. 
Yeah, I think I've, I've written that down, actually. Great song, great movie. <laughs> Look at what you see. Directed by Wolfgang Peterson, mm. who made a bunch of German films. That is a name for you right there. Dust Boot, which is a great film yeah. if you haven't seen it. Dust Boot. Uh, but he also did Outbreak, Troy, Air Force One, In the Line Shit. of Fire. He's made some Shit. good, solid films. Bloody hell. Um, written by Hermann Wagel. Just a German gentleman who's just, just made a lot of German um, movies German and name. TV movies, I should say. Can you say that again? I enjoyed that. Uh, Herman Wagel. Uh, runtime clocks in at an hour and 42 minutes. So we're still happy with that. I can live with that. Stars. Big stars in this one. I haven't Falcor. heard anything. Falcor the Luck Dragon, who apparently is still in a museum somewhere in Germany and you can, like, take Touch a photo him. with him and oh, climb beautiful. on him. He's effectively just a 42-foot-long robot. He yep. is the biggest star in that movie. He is. He's a standout yep. star, absolutely. Um, your turn to take a swing Oh, my plot. turn Yeah, give, give us a two-sentence uh, plot, the never-ending story. Uh, so False advertising. A, a runty kid who gets picked on a lot hides in a bookstore and finds the never-ending story novel that he's not supposed to read. Yep. And he, he reads it anyway, steals it, and goes up to the attic at school and reads it cover to cover. Hmm. Yeah, and it's a bit. Even watching it now, I, I definitely didn't understand as a kid. I'll be honest. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I did not understand. <laughs> I had no I loved idea what that was film going as a kid, on. But I did not understand what was going, especially the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Still don't know what's going on. I oh, mean, I, I can understand oh, kind of. It's divergence for kids. The, oh. Yeah, it's. I can see the metaphors it's making, I, yeah. but it's so lazily making them. That I yeah, almost I think it, it doesn't. I found it really poignant. Like I think. Oh really? It, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about so it now. You could. You yeah. could ma- you're right. You're 100 percent right. You could so make now. one now where it's like kids have lost their imagination, so all wow. literally characters yeah. are dying. Yeah. Because well, we're being we're told what to think now. We don't yeah. think for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's knowledge is earned. Totally yeah. fourth wall because Bastion did go on the journey with a tray. With a tray, and we went on the journey with Bastion. Yeah. So. But I still didn't get to ride Falcor, so. But you did. Deal breaker. In your mind. Yeah, but oh. Sebastian See, gets to. This is my modern lack Bastion of imagination. Gets to do <laughs> both <laughs> literal and. and yeah, and figuratively. But, but, but did he, or are we Bastion? I don't know. It's I like just, a dream of a dream. I just felt like when I said ride the Falcor, it felt like that's a euphemism or something. What did you do on the weekend? Oh, man, I rode, I rode the Falcor. I rode the Falcor hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know. What rode that is. puppy to the ground. <laughs> I think riding the Falcor is like when you take a poo and then you look in the bowl and there's nothing there. <laughs> that's called riding the Falcor. It's just lucky. You know what I mean? That's lucky. That is you've a done luck that. dragon pretend, right like, there. I'm a weirdo. Like, you've never taken a big shit, looked in the bowl and gone, <laughs> where is it? Done a Falcor. Everyone's done that. You've Everyone's written the done Falcor. A Falcor. Everyone's done that. I want that coined I d- phrase. I don't know that it was ever referred to as the Falcor before, though. Wow. Maybe the Phantom. Lucky. Yeah, the Phantom. Yeah, the Phantom. Yeah. The anyway, Phantom sidetracked. Sidetracked. Yeah. Poo, okay. always um, sidetracking. Sorry. So, yeah, so we have... Uh, the book gets stolen from the bookshop, but the old man yeah. seems really excited about well, it, it right? Like, like yeah. he dug it. He, he, wor- he worked him into it. He's like, oh, no, you can't read this book. Like, yeah. he was egging him on. Do I have to, like, well, in any of your experiences, and I feel like yeah, I was yeah. a part of most of your experiences of childhood. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen bullies like the way they portray them in 80s movies. Oh, uh, look, it came close. Like, Have you ever been thrown I, into yeah, a dumpster? Not, not by me, obviously. Not a dump, <laughs> actually. I'm not a dumpster, but I have been chased down like that by bullies. Yeah. yeah I uh, definitely yeah. have. 
Um, it's just that it was happening at school under the watchful eyes of teachers, not when I was walking <laughs> to school, getting my bagel and a paper like a 40-year-old man does. Um, once again, kids being The kid's got adults, a bagel. Get him. You know? Like, what's <laughs> he doing? Walk, reads. Walking himself to school. Um, and he gets dragged in the alleyway, yeah. picked on, thrown into a dumpster. And then he gets out and walks out and they're like, what are you doing? It's like, are you yeah, get real? Back, no, you'd yeah. wait for him. But um, I think it kind of starts off with his dad. And once again, mm. your um, oh, yes, theory of the, the loss, obviously, we find out Bastion's lost his mother, so his father, actually. Yeah. The family's lost her. And his dad doesn't really know how to deal with it either. No, he's well, dealing he's, with his him dad's like a kind PA. Of a, yeah, his dad's kind of a knob. He's well, kind of he, just, he gives him the man up speech, really. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't know how to deal with it. He really doesn't. Yeah, he's state. obviously not. The dude's yeah. having a raw egg and orange juice and a blender for breakfast. Um, yeah. He just doesn't really know how to. He doesn't have to connect know. with his he, son. He doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. He's missing his wife just as much. I mean, yeah, if he thinks that's breakfast, I mean, he's on. definitely his wife. Obviously, did everything. And yeah, everything. definitely. Oh, did you see Bastion trying to butter bread? Forget the opening of the jar. He's like got this yeah, little kid like there. He's like, bread. "Hey, kid, make yourself breakfast." He can't even butter his own bread. Just Get tearing yourself off the But even the way at the end, he's kind of like, "Well, good talk, son." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we yeah, should have really more good, good talks. And we should talk yeah, more often. Moves on. And I love the eighties mentality of the book guy that in the bookshop where he steals. He's like, you know, bullies were chasing me. They threw him in a bin. Come on, you got to help me out. Maybe, you know, speak to my teachers, speak to their parents. 80s book guy reading the never-ending story. He's like, well, why don't you just punch him in the nose? Yeah. You know, that's the mentality. You're not, yeah, oh, you've been assaulted. You've been thrown in a dumpster. Let's, yeah. let's get everyone together Very and talk about it. It's like, mm, punch in the nose. Um, and when we first see the old man, he himself is reading the never-ending story. Yeah. So is. I, I guess what I want to know is, is he having his own adventure in yeah, the ne- within know. the never-ending That's story? That's what I mean by, like, I still you know don't I mean? fully grasp everything. I, and I, I still think it's more like it's a setup. Like, the, the whole thing was, you know, um, divinely designed to make him read really? the book. To, yeah. Yeah, it kind of has yeah. that feel I to me. Well, I'm thinking the old guy's failing at saving Fantasia. Yeah, he could just be a so shit So that's hero. why I was like, oh, yeah. you better give this to this kid. Yeah, and so, I mean, that's where obviously we cross into Fantasia and meet our cast mm. of characters and we've got, God, if I can't remember the normal rock names. Muncher. The Rock Rock Muncher. Rock Muncher rock or Biter? Biter? Rock Biter. You're either a Muncher or a Biter. That's right. So. Um, and he's a giant mountain that's living and eats rocks. Yep. You are um, what you eat, Shane. You are what you eat in that case, absolutely. And tell me if you remember the names of the... No, but that one of those guys. One posh guy rides a snail. We might have to do a side by side on our Facebook page. I reckon the the guy that rides the racing snail is a dead ringer for Sam Dastiari, who was until recently a Labor senator. Yes, no, yeah, I know who's talking about. (laughs) Yeah, who's the younger kid who took money? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, absolutely. Um, That's what he did. And when Bastion first gets the book and he starts narrating and that's when we go into Fantasia, I think that's a really cool transition moment there. I feel like that is us going on the journey with Bastion. Yeah, it captures that feeling of when you're reading a book. Yeah, it just really starts into it, it. yeah. Yeah. And we meet it starts off pretty suddenly as well, I I thought. Mm. It doesn't mince words straight into it. Yeah, Yeah. it's just bang. Straight in. Yeah, they probably would have thought, should we have him do the maths test, this or the other? No, he can just go, uh, obviously, like any... 40-year-old man, once again, would, up yeah. to the attic, get the key, lock himself some in. candles. You know? <laughs> get get day more out candles, yeah. Exactly. When we meet Atreyu, our hero. Mm. Mm. Um, but you're a child. You're you a can't child. possibly save us, Atreyu. I hunt the purple bison. And this is where I'm going with the old man. If he was reading The NeverEnding Story, I really feel like Atreyu 
is that figment of Bastion's imagination. Mm. Like he created him by... Th- Atreyu is everything Bastion wants to be. Exactly. Obviously, later on when he's going through the um, oracles and he passes through the mirror and he sees his true reflection of himself being Bastion and, and vice freaks versa, him freaks yeah. him out. Um, but I, I think in that part of the old man reading The NeverEnding Story, is there like an old man warrior? Yeah, right. And that's why he didn't... Failed. Why he failed. Yep. Although the imagination... The, yeah. Well, the purple well, they, they do set it up as that um, no man ever, and they use the word man, no mm. man ever likes looking at their true self. Yeah. yeah. So that's maybe that's why the old man can't finish the book because it's not a job for a man, it's a job for a boy. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, boy, and, the, the boy doesn't have a self-loathing also, yet. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, the confidence. You need to be mm. able to believe in yourself to walk Correct. past the first oracle, yeah. which, you know, as you get older, you lose that. You know, mm. you, you don't it's, – yeah. it's not as it's like, simple and not as raw as it is as you get older. It becomes yeah. more complicated. It's like a cold convoluted. swimming pool. Yeah. You know, kids, great. Yep, yeah, I'm in. I'm there for hours till I'm shivering. Uh, you're an adult. You will not dip a toe in that thing. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, it's a good it's metaphor. A, it's a good metaphor for life. Thanks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was just thinking shrinkage when you said cold swimming pool, but anyway. <laughs> um, so obviously Atreus on his journey to, well, I mean. He's, he's trying to. Well, it's an unspecified destination. Yeah. He's trying to find a cure That's correct, for the yes. sickness yeah. of the childlike empress. Yeah, which is, I suggested that it's come from the nothing. Mm. Which is something that is consuming the world. Well, no, it's not something. Yeah. It's, well, it's nothing. nothing. Yeah. Mm. Because if it was something, it would be something. Yeah. And he's being hunted by the right hand of the nothing. I do love that little bit with the rock biter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, so is the lake dried up? He's like, no, it's just gone. He's like, so is that a hole? No, a hole would be something. There's just nothing. Nothing. Yeah, Yeah. that's a really good line. Yeah. They're great little voices of the audience, those characters, like when we cut back to them. Yeah, fantastic. (laughs) Um, And then we get a a Treyu on his journey through the the, the saddest part of the movie. Anyone who's watched this movie knows It's not just the movie, but, I mean, it's got to be said. It's got to be said, yeah. What is it called? The Swamp of Despair. uh, I thought it was Swamps of Sadness. Swamps of Sadness, I think you you are right, sorry. Yeah. Swamp of Sadness and obviously Treyu and Artex, his horse. Artex. Artex. It's it's my number one trivia go-to if I ever want to stump anyone. I say, what's a horse called a from the never A lot of people say Atreyu, yeah. A lot of people say Atreyu. And plus, it's such a crushing moment in people's childhoods yeah. that they generally block it out. Yeah, and you really want to rub salt in the wound with just, yeah, just <laughs> twisting that information. Yeah. 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 Actually, the horse's name was horse Seven horse. Stunt Horses Dying yeah. in that scene. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, who would have thought horses could get sad? Because obviously the, the – the, Hey, oh, if yeah. you had a dude sitting on your back all day mm-hmm. yeah. whipping you to go faster, you'd that probably be like sad That feels like my too. normal day-to-day work. Because <laughs> apparently the swamp is meant to make you feel sad and if you give in to the sadness, sadness of the swamp, you'll swallow sink into it. Speaking of effects, I mean – The horse gives up before he does, though. He does, yeah, yeah, correct. And then he loses the horse, he's super sad about it, it still goes on. So mm. I, just, I, I mean, and I'm not – Judging anyone here because you know we live in a world where the depression exists. What has a horse got to be so sad about compared to a Treyu? Mm. Well, that's it. That's I've got that there. Why was he so but sad? The, the, the swamp is supposed to elicit those emotions yeah. from you, magnify them. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, but what I don't know how they did that, but that horse looks petrified. Yeah, definitely. His well, eyes are some, bugging some type out of his- lowered. Platform, I'll like say, yeah. thankfully, they cut before when it gets to what, like the neck, the neck yeah, yeah, and they yeah. cut to a black screen. But yeah, it's not, it's, it's not like pretty to watch, screaming at him and pulling on the reins. Yeah, and, it's, it's a yeah. tough thing to watch. It's, yeah, 
Yeah, it, it, it's even as a kid, it fucking echoed through me, and it did watching yeah. it again. Well, same. that's why Auntie, I didn't really care because I watched this one first. Then you see yeah, Auntie like, dies, yeah. like, well, yeah, yeah. Big deal, Auntie. Big took deal. a scorpion blade to the back. Yeah, whatever. This horse suffered. This horse from, you was know, sad, swamp, and now he's dead. So, now he's dead. You know, try that on. You call me heartless. Yeah. He didn't cry over Auntie. Um, Didn't grow and Son of a bitch. We're up to the turtle. The turtle's cool. Yeah. I pretty much remember everything what? in this movie. Because yeah, I love it. God. Yeah. Oh, um, he always reminds me of E.T. What was, yeah, the E.T.'s a face. A jerk, though. Yeah, well, he's like well, 10,000 years old. Yeah. What, so you himself. get to be a jerk? Absolutely. I always, him, I just thought it was a woman, but that's just me. Oh, is Ooh. it a female? It might be. What's the name of the turtle? Uh, turtle McTurtle and Teen. Turtle Town. Morla? I thought it was Morla. Morla, something like that, yeah. No, wasn't that the wolf's name, Morla? No, that's the Morg. Morag. The Morg. The Morg. Oh, I can't You're thinking of Morag from Home and Away. Yeah. <laughs> but um, another but you're classic right, it's like line a rag from this rag. that I quote all the time is, yes. not that it matters. Yes. But, yes. Not that it and matters. And like, like when you were talking to your dude about the Matrix, yeah. you try working with 20-year-olds and saying that to them. Not that it matters. Yeah, you get good. They just think you're weird. Oh, man. Yeah. What's this guy <laughs> quoting? Yeah, not many people talk to me anymore. Um, <laughs> I love it, though, with the sneezes and it keeps blowing him out of the yeah, tree and he climbs yeah, back like up the tree. And he, and he braces himself and then it goes away so he lets go and gets blown out of yeah, the tree. Yeah, but good the sneeze gag. looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, it I does. I got that written down. The sneeze looked awesome. I think it was, uh, yeah, a lot of, again, the practicality in this film. looking motherfucker written there, too. Yeah, good, because I always think it's like E.T. as well. Yeah. Did I say that already? No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you did. Um, the, the practical effects, though, were so nice. Fantastic. You know, um, uh, again, we're talking about a movie yeah. that's nearly o- well, over 30 years um, old. Well, there's kind of a good blend of everything in this, isn't there? Because yes. there's animatronics, yep. there's, you know, practical sets. There's some green screen yeah. with there's the some green screen, screen and there's and, some stop motion as well. And there's also uh, yes. some painting over cells Ah, yes, well, there is as well. Which we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going through the Crystal Mountains. Yeah. Um, and that looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We you talked know? about that last week. Yeah. We did start. Um, yeah, no, Star I was Wars totally listening. Wizard of Oz, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most time, of it. First time caller. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, the story. Like, you really invest yourself in the story. And I did again as an adult. Like, I know I did as a kid. But yeah. I was still sort of, I guess, slightly confused, but I liked the theories that you two had. Mm. Well, it oh, mean, yeah, it mean, I think it means a lot more to me now as an adult. Than it did as a kid because, like you said, it just way over my head. Yeah, well, I, as a kid, I got Bastion being the one who's reading the book, who's part of the book, who's in it. But when the, at the end, the childlike Empress says that Bastion brought others along with him, and yep. that's I'm like, oh damn, she's talking about me. So yeah, I'm the yeah, one. Who now with I'm me. in the never-ending story. It's a movie within a book within a fantasy world. And, um. Yeah. And I also like that he cracks it at the end of the trailer. He's like, so all of this was for nothing? Yeah. Like, why did you make me do all of this? And yeah. it's like, she's just like. Yeah, exactly. Mm. We should briefly mention Felcor picking him up and taking him all the way to the Oracle. Well, yeah, that's where he first well, meets. Well, he take him all the way, 9,821 or something. 81 miles. As the luck dragon glows, yeah. Where he meets up with two characters that are virtually the same as the two characters from The Princess Bride. Yeah, exactly. Who the same, um, yeah. bring the guy back to life. In fact, I couldn't remember if it was going to be Billy Crystal. No, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I always get confused at this part. I'm like, like is, is this one? Billy Crystal? No, no, he, no. Said the, he said the blade. Now, did you pick the voice of Felcor for some of your Dave Raby MD trivia? No, was it Frank Welker? 
I don't know who that is. Um, it's the voice of Megatron. No, yeah, good call. And a boo from Aladdin. No, he's the voice of Optimus Prime, idiot. Um, so Frank Welker. Um, Man in Arms. Oh, Man in Arms from, from He-Man. He-Man was the voice of Falcor. I didn't yeah. forget that at all. Yeah, Man in Arms or um, he obviously did a lot in He-Man. Um, is He-Man's Battle Cat as well. He did the voice of Battle Cat. Oh, what was too. Battle Cat's name? Well, Battle Cat. Battle Cat. Yeah, he had a name. Cringer. Yeah, Cringer was his other name. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Cringer and Battle Cat. Yeah. So, um, Save it. Don't use it up. Use it for your He-Man podcast. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That'd be a great podcast, <laughs> I do by on the Wednesdays. way. I'd fucking love a He-Man <laughs> podcast. I'd tune in for that. Yeah. That's endless. I mean, you explore the back histories of some of those He-Man characters. Yeah. That's an endless podcast. Right, so um, are we on to the nipples yet? Nipples. We haven't got up to nipples. Okay. All so right. why did the first Oracle have nipples? All right. Yeah. The one with the laser beam eyes. Yeah. Nipples. Yeah. Right. Was maybe to distract the the punters. Yeah. Maybe knows? make it a bit salacious. So you can't look in their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got you got the mirror one, which we touched on earlier. You yep. see your true self. Yeah. And then you get to the third oracle, which is the one that will actually answer your questions. And no nipples. When you said nipples, my first thought was Falcor. Right. He'd he, have a lot of nipples. He would right? have a lot yep. of nipples. When yeah. you said nipples. I was thinking I didn't notice any nipples, so... Oh, really? Were you watching all, the same you're, film? You're all alone shit. in that nipple I mean, they really pushed those nipples really, right in front of you. They really pushed them there. Yeah, yeah I don't know, maybe, like... Nipples. Well, like as a kid, right, that made me feel slightly uncomfortable as a kid. I was yeah. like, oh, shit, there's boobs in this. Fake statue boobs, but boobs nonetheless. Well, yeah. Well, not boobs, nipples. nipples. Well, no, they were the Sphinx Okay, so a nipple constitutes a full boob then? No, but it was a full boob with nipple. Okay. Boob and nipple. Boob and nipple. Whereas the third oracle Which only had boobs. is actually the title of my first album, yep. Boob and Nipple. Mm. The greatest hits. <laughs> the greatest <laughs> first album. Tits. Greatest, greatest tits. Hits? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, great. But then the H just crossed out. Great set of hits. Um, yeah, great set of hits. <laughs> that was yeah. terrible. So then <laughs> obviously another real key uh, moment once um, Atreus speaks to the Oracle, flies off from Falcor again. Yeah, Fel- um, I mean, without Falcor, this movie right, falls down. Nothing, yeah. nothing. Um, it's just a lot of walking. <laughs> it's a lot of walking. Meets up with the Rockbiter again. Another yes. really cool line that, once again, I also quote that nobody gets about these hands. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, that was so sad. Yes, yeah, yeah, so sad. I don't think I ever got that as a kid, but then I rewatching did. it, I was just like, yeah. oh, he was like, a heartbroken, the poor Rockbiter. He man. was. And for a puppet <laughs> to be heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, and they did really well with that. Yeah. Really well, they did well with well, well, facial expressions as well. Yeah. Yeah. He said, um, these hands, they look like big. Oh, he said, they look like big, strong hands, don't they? That's right. Yeah. He said, I always thought that's what they were. And he said, they weren't strong enough to hold on to them. Yeah. When you just like, when the so nothing sad. came. Yeah. 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 So came. sad. So sad. As a kid, I never fully, the weight of that didn't sit with me, mm-hmm. but then watching it again, I was like, oh, that's some heavy shit. He's like, just sitting there in despair. Yeah, yeah. I really got uh, quite affected by that. Mm. It was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And that's obviously when the tray was upset as well and he's you know, leading Yeah, well, he's, he's lost his um, snake-eating snake. Uh, Oren. Oren. Yep. Yeah, the Oren came off. He can't find Felcor. Yeah. And then he goes so, into some far. weird ruins that – just happens to have a tapestry of his adventure. Of his entire adventure. I love mm. that whole scene with him and the, the wolf. Yeah, yeah the it wolf. is And the Gamorque. wolf's like, I'm chasing a boy named Atreyu. Yeah, Gamorque Isn't that the is most Gamorque. awkward conversation? It's like, I'm going to kill this dude. And it's like, well, that's me. 
Yeah, well, either way, the Kamork said, look, one step closer, I'm going to kill you. You're going to be my last kill anyway. So let's yeah. have a bit of a chat. Let's draw this out a bit. I've got nothing else to do. Um, it's the end of the world. This, this, this is the kind of strange thing. The Gamork says there's a power behind the nothing that he's working for. Yeah. Um, somebody really powerful that, that never gets touched on again. You know, who was behind the nothing? What but were they up to? The, what was the, the nothing plan? is the lack of imagination, isn't no, it? No, that's that's what it is. But You're he saying said that the Gamork, Gamork said works for the power behind the nothing. The VHS. Well, this this is what I'm thinking. That's what yeah. was killing books in the eighties. Yeah. VHS. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Or Beta Max. Some kind of either one. Beta Max. VHS. Some kind of other medium for people to let. Yeah. Or video games. You know, yeah. they always video said games. video games killed yeah. the uh, the um, never-ending story. The Fantasia. Fantasia. Dot com. Forward slash. But yeah, you're right. They're having this long drawn-out conversation, and then the Gamorks. I was like, well, you should know. I am a tree. I yeah. love the way he sort of smugly tells him. Mm. The thing's a fucking wolf who was tracking him with his nose all yeah. over Fantasia. Yeah, yeah. And lost him in the swamp of sadness. Yeah. Had eyes on him, right? Just yeah, has seen him. him. <laughs> has seen him. Has Took smelled him, him. Tracked him over Fantasia. And he's like kicking back in a cave like, man, I lost this dude. Well, Can't he did get a him. bath and whatever it. Uh, you know. Yeah, but he was... I mean, True, I he know, did man. have a bath. He got cleaned up nice. Yeah, yeah. but so tracking him all over... His sm- he's changed. <laughs> and he was a puppet wolf, so ah. his nose probably isn't that strong. Yeah, I, and then no, nothing was consuming. I actually wrote down his quote, because this behind the nothing thing was a big thing that I never really touched on as a kid. Yeah. He says, um, people with no hopes or dreams are easy to control, um, and that's... Oh, why yeah, they were doing right. this. Mm. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, you know how, spoiler alert, Felcor comes out at the end, chases the bullies, ha, 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 it's fun, yeah. right? Everyone's having a great time. Is that what they're trying to do? Are they trying to get to the real world? Is it actually an invasion movie and not a movie about a kid reading a book? The people of Fantasia are trying to take over Earth. Yeah, the bad people of Fantasia are trying to invade Earth. Is that what it is? Mm, I mean, but, is this? Are you implying that because this film was funded with German money made by Germans? No. Like, are you kind Which of going only meta here? Actually, Fant- realised when watching the credits this time. But Fantasia doesn't exist. Fantasia is the world within your mind. But and that's why it was the kids see Felcor. Yeah, and they okay. and they they're running away. LSD. You know, maybe the bad people know that Fantasia is falling apart because people aren't reading books. They're like, well, we better get to the real world, quick, smart. We can control people with no hope. Wait, isn't that what happens in the second one, though? A bunch of them come through to the real world? The baby rock eater comes through? Um, Maybe. I think that's Jurassic Park 2. No, no, no. The baby Tyrannosaurus comes. I think we're looking too deeply at it. We normally like to gloss over films. We don't go that deep. Sorry. You've gone far too deep. Well, this was a big one. Now I'm not going to sleep at night. Okay. I'll (laughs) I'll just do Dutch. Fearful of (laughs) Fantastasia. Fantastasians. How, how smug. Fantastasians? Is that what they'd be called? Fantasians. How smug is a child like Empress? You're absolutely right. Yeah, she's super smug. I don't like it. No. Um, you, you're a young child. You don't. You haven't earned the right to be no. smug. Calm under pressure, though. Like her, her temple, Very calm. Well, they call it the ivory tower is crumbling beneath yeah. her. She's, she's like, like hmm? he just needs to just say my name. My name. Just, yeah, just, just give it to name. me. Which I didn't catch, by the way, because he yells it at uh, the storm. I've got Moonchild down here. Is that what it is, Moonchild? That's no, not Moonchild, but that's because really what it going, sounds yeah, like. Yeah, because you can't actually hear it. He was Music. going to name her his mother's name. I think it's like Jennifer or that's something. What I thought it was his mother's name. And so I still don't know what his mother's name, name is yeah. because I couldn't understand him. No. He's yelling. Rachel. Moonchild, Rachel, Jennifer. Rachel? 
something. But yeah, I heard Moonchild, so. I've just figured it out. What? Oh. What was it? I was going to do a bad Rocky oh. impersonation. That's streetcar. That's not Rocky. You do a movie podcast. Adrian. That's not Rocky. You're thinking of Adrian. <laughs> You've combined Rocky and a streetcar name. <laughs> desire, which is a great combination. Yeah, I'd well, love to see those movies ding, mashed ding, together. Ding, ding, went the bell. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, 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 went the trolley. <laughs> um, yeah, and everyone's first switch is Falcor. Obviously, yeah, and what a great way to end down a movie with uh, you know getting his back at the bullies back and the we've bullies. got some great green screening going on. Never return the book. Falcor's like gone down. Notes, what city is so. that set in? What city are they meant to be in? Uh, I, have no idea. I don't know. It looks like San Francisco or Seattle. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. It's not New York. You know, he chases them into the dumpster. One kid yep. takes a fall, and then he flies around, and everyone seems terrified by Falcor though. Well, in the he's yelling at them. Yeah, he's a fifty foot ah, dragon screaming. You know, ah. like, yeah, like. <laughs> Um, I actually found it a little weird when the childlike empress addresses the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a bit... It's, yeah. Like, oh. and like, then like, but I guess that's the point. They're trying to get across that, like, she's talking to you, Bastion. Yeah, yeah. Or was she Bastion. talking to me watching Bastion? Maybe. And, yeah, I cried. So, lots. A lot. By heaps. Yeah. I don't know. At the end, I cried just because I was so happy for him. Basically. Like, yeah, I really did. I was like, well, we both terrorise those bullies. Two wrongs yeah. make a right, apparently. Yeah, well, yeah. And Bullying books. the bullies. Bully the bullies, books. steal books, cut class. Uh, snails are actually very fast. Snails fast. Something else I was like, racing snails. They're your morals snails. from this. Cut class. Not regular snails. Steal slow. stuff and everything will turn out fine. With a little bit of luck, everything will be fine. So for me, this held up. I like it. I'd recommend it. It held up. I would let children watch it. Yep. I don't think yeah. it's scary yeah. or anything. Yeah. I think there's some serious issues in there. Yeah. Serious fourth wall issues. the children will miss. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily. the children will miss. Uh, but yeah, definitely recommend for me. Yep. Big tick for me. Uh, if you haven't seen it, just throw this podcast in the toilet and go watch it. That's what I would do. Scott, what oh, you do? No, 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 no right toilet. now. Well, right now, I'd just be like. The digital toilet. Digital. Oh, well, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't want to actually go into the real toilet. Mm-hmm. No. Again. But yeah. Uh, unless you're Felcord, then you'll be fine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> ah! uh, so, no, I'm, I'm with you. I would uh, recommend as well. You'd seen um, this as a child, I presume. Yeah, I have yep. um, many times. Because, again, all my saying? movies from the childhood, my childhood that I remember watching on television, they could have very well have been hired VHS. Has Nat seen but... this, though? Yes, she Oh, that's has. good. So that's a good yeah, sign. Yeah. This is one of those you have to have seen Everending Story. Well, I would have thought you'd have to have seen The Matrix as well, but apparently not. No. Well, not if you weren't born. I mean, you can't really. He was born. Well, two. Was three. Two or three, hey, I think. It's fine. Yeah, but it's he's MA had time. 15. He's yeah. had time. I was 14 when I watched It. No problems. Oh. <laughs> awesome. So three three recommends. Three recommends. Uh, well, Witches wasn't a recommend for me. No, for well, I mean, never ending oh, story. Oh, right. That's yeah. what you meant in a row. Yeah. But across the board, we got some recommends and some not recommends. I'm sure mm. there's people out there listening that listen to every single word we say and every recommend that we give and Probably every not. de-recommend that we give. De-recommend? De- I just invented a word. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, it was interesting yeah. watching these movies. Um, I'd been planning to watch some of them for quite some time and so it was a good opportunity to get to, to see them. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to hear other people's feedback, like when the episode's posted, like feel free to post on the Facebook and... 
let us know what your childhood memory for, uh, movies are. Mm. You know, from your sort of your younger childhood days that you that you love and you enjoy. Like Goonies is obviously one of my big ones. Yeah, and thank God that thing holds up on, on oh. repeat viewings over and yeah. over and over. Stacks up. Yeah, uh, no doubt at all on that one. But um, yeah, let us know what yours are. And- yeah, well, we had some feedback from last week as well, didn't we? Um, about some of our movie choices. Yeah, yeah, that was good so, to get some good feedback, yeah, which and is we, what we, we to encourage hear. it. And yeah, if you means, want to come on not, the show, we're please. only doing three films. We're not we're not covering the entire no, genre. Yeah, so. yeah, so it's always nice to try. We try and get a broad spectrum mm. of different types of genres within that subgenres. Um, but yeah, we always welcome feedback. Always welcome people coming on who want to come on the show with their theme and their three movies. Please, I think please we found free. a second theme for Dave to attend, which would be movies that still make you cry. We can go over it. Still, yeah, we always try and find a theme, you know, to have you back on yeah, next yeah. season. You know what? You know what would yours movies that still make you cry is not wow. a bad one. You cried when you watched them as a kid, and then you cry when you watch them as an adult. That's that's yeah, a tough man, one. They would just be three I don't think three I cried much me. as a kid um, when I watched movies. I internalized yeah. it a lot. Now yeah. I cry like a baby. <laughs> Um, now you see old so merchandise from films that you watched as a child and just break down. Yeah, oh, absolutely, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I've I've talked about all the classics as I do every episode almost. Um, you know, the, anything with Robin Williams now, like we watched a lot yeah. last last time. Oh, that it was, was tough, just, isn't it? It was tough to watch it now, especially when he's being poignant in the movie, and he's always poignant in every fucking thing he's in. Damn yeah. you. He always has a speech somewhere where it's really poignant about life, and you're like. Damn it, he's dead now. Like, for yeah. some reason, that makes it so much more like impactful for me. So yeah, that could definitely be your theme, unless you've got another one. I've, you know, I, uh, I mean, I've known we you. We don't want to pigeonhole you. Yeah, we don't want to pigeonhole you. I mean, robot movies, adventures where um, the right. pets talk, or you know, there's, there's adventures lots. where pets talk. Yeah, you know, you got Milo and Otis, your Homeward Bound, Cats and Dogs. What yeah, were you yeah. thinking with robots? Just out of curiosity. Uh, short just circuit, movies with robots. Oh, short, short circuit. circuit. Yeah. No, what was the second short circuit too? Yes. Yeah, and, and then Robocop. Robocop. As, as he's a robot for these. Well, he's an android. Yeah, yeah. Cyborg, well, hey, this sorry, is your this is your theme, not mine. Although it does have the um, Ed two hundred nines in it, so they they're are full blown robots. robots. They're full yeah. blown yeah. robots. Yeah. So there's yeah. always a workaround. Always a workaround. Yeah. Where else can people contact us, Lab? They can get us aside from the Facebook at scene three podcast at gmail dot com. Yep. Nice. Yep. Hmm. Facebook is scene three podcast. Yep. Which they can search on Facebook. Yep. Or they can get peppered with our relentless sharings. <laughs> Publishings of things. Nice. Hopefully boosting around the world. And probably also don't forget to subscribe if you're an iTunes. Yeah, please subscribe. Our numbers are going up nicely. We're Mm. really starting to get some traction. For a while there, I was like, we should just give up. We should stop. This is a waste of our time. We're spending a lot of time. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody's listening. (laughs) Like every week I have to see your face. Like it's just getting too much. You're making me watch the Princess Bride all the time. You made me do this blindfolded. Let's go back to our pizza themed podcast we originally had. Dump the movie one <laughs> straight back to pizza podcast. What should be on an Aussie pizza? <laughs> Every week. That would we'd have some interesting guests on. Um, thank you, Dave, for no, being a part of pleasure. it. Absolutely. Being part of the show and the guest in the guest seat. Thanks for having me. You the, bought uh, quite a lot. The was a nice touch. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's nice. Back rubs and front rubs for everyone. Can't Who wants a mustache a ride? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you. Yes, we appreciate You're it. Welcome. And we, Thanks, and we're, we're getting a good good run here now. We're getting our grooving on feed on, and I'm loving some of the discussions we're having because yep. that's what our podcast is all about: movies and how everyone. The, it's okay to hate movies. It's okay to love yeah. movies. 
Yeah, so definitely. Like that, not like that, and it's just great to have a discussion. And I think it's good to see how different movies impact people. That's one of the things I've really enjoyed so far doing the podcast. Is I've learned so much more about people I know just from like discussing movies with them. Not that I don't discuss movies with everyone everywhere or anyone who'll just listen, but getting actual feedback rather than me it's, just talking. Yeah, it's some random people on the street that disturbs me. Yeah, you haven't seen The Princess Bride? Fuck <laughs> you, old man. I'm just waiting for the bus. <laughs> Patinkin, I'm sorry Patinkin. I said hello. <laughs> So, yeah, thanks, Excellent. Dave. Appreciate no, it. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks thanks for, for coming down and sticking by us. Just before we go, did you have any a question you wanted to ask Mark? No? Any, I'm, I'm not single, sorry. Any <laughs> He's married. Any questions? No, no. That's, That's it. Good. That's been episode 111. 111? 11, episode it's 11, up. which is amazing that S- we've got this far. S01E11? Yeah. We've got, our, uh, we've got a few more episodes before we'll uh, take a break for season one. Because we're going to hit Christmas pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> You're going to do Christmas movies. We were thinking about it. It's, what it's are you on the thinking agenda. for? Oh, it's, it's, uh, I want to do a much more grander scale of season finale, but we'll, we'll figure that out. Okay. Like um, some um, kind of contest where all the guests have to battle each other. Sweet. To the death. Yeah, like a with double spoons. dare. We're not so sweet. <laughs> with spoons and an arm with I really regret knowledge. coming on the show now. <laughs> some kind of battle to the death. That's me. I'm done. Yep, he's over. He's throwing it out. All, all right, right my thanks. notes. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and I uh, hope you tune in next week.